All right. Episode 70. Believe it or not, David, we have reached the big 7-0 of the A-League. We've reached Devin Booker status pretty much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 70 points on the Boston Celtics. We've reached Devin Booker status. We've reached Mark McGuire status. All that good stuff. But thanks once again, everybody Everybody tuning in. SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Dash Radio. All that good stuff. All that good stuff. For those that, by the way, for those that um, <laughs> that, that, are, that are listening, I'm wearing a Brooklyn I'm wearing a Brooklyn Nets hat by the way I'm wearing a Brooklyn Nets B which kind of reminds me of something you know since Eric recently recently made the jump to New York I gotta ask him one time did anybody did is anybody trying to get him to be like a you know like a fan of the Nets the, the, Net, the Nets or the Knicks or is he still true to Atlanta yeah I didn't even think about that I should have asked him that he even made it to a game because I know uh, oh, I'm yeah. pretty sure he's probably been invited a couple of games. Yeah, both of them aren't doing too well, so it probably shouldn't be that hard to get in. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing about it is that because they're both New York teams, it's one of those issues where the ticket prices, I imagine, for both the Nets and the Knicks are probably, like, you know, freaking sky high, even when they're not doing all that well. So, you know, they're, prob- they're probably up there a little bit, but, but yeah, probably had to get to a game a little bit. Oh, by the way, what is that you're wearing? Is that an LSU Tigers? Is that an LSU Tigers Tiger shirt? It's just a shirt, not no so. Is that an LSU Tigers <laughs> deal you're wearing? And you call yourself an Auburn fan in a Kentucky? What? No, what is going on here? I don't know. It's just that's a shirt I put on. Like I used to. Did you lose a bet or something? No, 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 just, <laughs> no it's just it's just cold outside, and I had the shirt. Yeah, it's cold outside. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah let me just get this clear, not. Okay. I didn't, I didn't buy this shirt. You know, I used to. Help out with the bowl games in Orlando, and they true yeah, LSU played Louisville like two years ago, and uh, helped out with a game and got LSU shirt. But yeah, oh, I was just yeah. about to say, yeah, I was and then got, you know, I still I still remember the game this past year against Auburn. You know, fortunately they they pulled it out, but you know, I do like a couple of LSU players like mm-hmm. like Honey Badger and Jarvis Landry, uh-huh. but, uh, right? <laughs> but you know, it's you know, it's still you know this year you know, LSU got it coming from. Right, right, exactly. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Just, just trying to clear the air because I know how much of a, I know how much of an Auburn and a Kentucky fan you are. So just trying to, just trying to get that out of there. For those that know, you know, we pretty much, um, we usually not only record, but we also have a, you know, we also have a, um, a video simulcast. So. Um, if it was, you know, if we was able to like do the, this this week's video simulcast, you know, you'd probably be able to see it like right then and there. Like he's wearing a LSU Tigers shirt, but believe me, he actually is. But um, but once again, thanks everybody for tuning in. Once again, A League Show episode seven zero. Hey, I'm pretty sure you've been keeping up with uh, with the conference tournaments. March Madness is uh, is already on the way, and Selection Sunday, as we record, Selection Sunday is is tomorrow. Oh yeah. yeah. Just came around quick, you know, like February. Yeah, it's just it went by pretty fast, and and now uh, it's the conference tournament. You know, conference tournament just now. Like I was actually surprised. Uh, Kentucky is actually still in the mix. So I was like, uh, kind of expecting them to fizzle out quick. You know, it's just they haven't been doing too well this year, but you know, you know they're in there. Man. I, mean, I was really surprised, but you know, I as far as like expectations and stuff i really don't I, I, i'm pretty apathetic towards it just because it's just <laughs> like i really yeah you know kentucky's not winning at all and uh i haven't really been following the other teams i mean i know like the draft 
Yeah, you got your um, Marvin Bagley's, DeAndre Ayton's. Uh, Sexton. Yeah, Sexton. Uh, Who's been balling, by the way, for Alabama. I mean, that last second that last second layup, I mean, that was that was a highlight of the conference tournament for me. Yeah, it was nice. Like, I, I say in group chat, we all have, you know, I was wrong about him. You know, I thought he was a rich man's Jeff T, but he was, <laughs> uh, he's been a surprise to me. Like, actually, I was in the gym one time. I think they was playing, uh, yeah, they was playing Oklahoma, and I was watching that game. I was just very impressed. Like, he, he has a nice motor on him. He's a complete player. Like, reminds me of De'Aaron Fox. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it, it's 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 a lot. I mean, it's one of those issues where I imagine that, you know, given where the Hawks are in the, you know, Hawks are in the NBA standings and given with the fact that they, you know, that they're pretty much a lottery team this year, I imagine that a lot of uh, Hawks fans are probably, you know, probably watching, you know, lots of these conference tournaments with lots of, uh, you know, with lots of intrigue, you know, about the, you know, just about Colin Sexton and also, you know, also Bagley. I remember... Um, last night, a lot of people were making a big deal because it looked like that there was another one of those, uh, dare I say, not so basketball type plays by one Grayson Allen. Oh, yeah, college forever. <laughs> I mean, I know, right? It just seems as though to me like that, um, you know, a lot of people, you know, they get on him for being a dirty player and he's done some stuff. But I remember somebody else was saying something like, oh, if he tries that mess in the NBA, you know, he's, uh, you know, he's probably, um, he's asking for something. I feel like that if Grayson Allen, Grayson Allen is one of those types of players that, you know, he does so much stuff. I wonder how he would adapt to the way the NBA would have been in like the eighties and the nineties. Cause you know how, you know, how a lot of stuff, you know, players, I guess it's one of those issues where if stuff like that were to happen, in like the eighties and the nineties, they would get a lot physical. Like that's a fight starting to happen that would that would be a fight not in today's probably like you know softer dare i say more genteel nba if you know what i mean <laughs> yeah i can see that you know it's just uh yeah i mean like i, I expect him to bring that type of attitude to today's nba probably get him you know some, get him recognized because you know it's just like yeah you know, it's not too many people in the league that look like him so you know <laughs> it's a way for him to stand out and Get some playing time. It's bringing that toughness. You know, you got guys like uh, Matthew Delanova. You know, he brings that toughness, and you know, they, and uh, you know, that's he made a career out of it, pretty much. Like he practically uh, never put no thirty-point game, as far as I can recall. And you know, he just brings that toughness, and you know, it's you know, you need tough guys. You know, so it's just uh, you always need guards. You know, guards, are, especially you know, in today's you know, NBA, where it's guard heavy. Yeah. So. I mean, I don't expect them to be like you know, high picking them like that. Maybe a right. like first or second, but you know, I can't say I can't say that um, he's gonna have like he's gonna be a superstar. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and look who just look who just came in the building. The mayor of Athens himself, Jeremy Johnson. What's going on, man? What's going on, y'all? How y'all doing? And right behind him, bringing up the rear, last but not least, Rashad Milligan. What y'all talking about? We were just uh, we were just uh, talking about um, you know we were just talking about uh, the upcoming tournament, March Madness, everything like that, and everything that we've uh, that we've seen. What you been able to observe so far? Uh, I was really impressed with um, a couple teams, Alabama. I really think if they get in the tournament, they're going to be a a team that could, you know, steal a game or two. Um, the SEC is, you know, the conference that 
you know, we got a we had a Final Four team go from the SEC last year in South Carolina. Right. I think this year they have a couple teams that are capable of making that kind of run. You got Kentucky. Um, Auburn's a team that you know lost in the first, I think, like second round of the SEC tournament, but they're a team that like reminds me of the Oregon team from last year that can make a run because they're so fun yeah. to watch and they they shoot the ball so well and they got three, you know, three really good guards and in the NCAA tournament, I'll take good guard play over big men any day because big men get in foul trouble. So right, when you got three good guards, you got a shot. So. Mm. Kentucky's Kentucky, you know they of got. Of course, they Kentucky got has that name recognition too. Kentucky's always one of those teams that you know, just like Carolina, just like Kansas, you know, you're, you know, you're always expecting them to some way, somehow, they're gonna be in the mix always because they're Kentucky. Yeah, right, right. Um, yeah. And you know, Duke right now will be my favorite to win it all, just because. You know they're the deepest team. And they they have the most talent. I mean they have Marvin Bagley and they have mm-hmm. Wendell Carter, and Duvall and Grayson Allen. Like when I when I look at think about who's gonna win six games, I mean that's that's the team that I lean towards. So I mean it's it's gonna be a, probably one of the better tournaments we've seen in the last couple of years based off because you know all the big time NBA prospects will get their shot to play in the tournament. Right. You know, don't have like a lot of these superstars in their home in March. So. Exactly. We're going to see a lot of these guys. And that's what we need, really. That's what we need, you know, to, you know, to, of course, there's always intrigue, of course, as we all know about the draft, but there's always, you know, it's, it's one of those things that I'm pre- pretty sure that since there is going to be that, that feeling where all these, um, all these big time, um, you know, all these big time stars are going to be, you know, going to be in the tournament for sure. That's um, just, as you said, is one of those things that's going to have a lot of, uh, a lot of NBA scouts definitely, uh, definitely looking on with lots of intrigue, you know, just like that. Uh, does Mark Fox get an extension? No. <laughs> no extension? For what? Because he won two games in the tournament? No. He, they sucked all year. I mean, you're not going to get a pass from me because you won two games against teams you should have beaten anyway. Like, those – Georgia's better than those two teams. That's been the case all year. And for them to be the 12th seed, that just further proves my point. I so, didn't know that Georgia basketball was relevant. Oh, but did he really say oh, – Jeremy, Jeremy, you yeah. you got a class. I mean, when, that, when, when, sure. when it comes to this state, I know I'm pretty sure that my alma mater, Georgia State, it runs. The Georgia, teams. the Georgia women's team used to be pretty good. Oh yeah, yeah. Shout out to Mackenzie Ingram. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. my county product. Georgia's women's team actually is really good this year. They're ranked. Yeah. They're ranked in the top. But like I, I said, shout out to Mackenzie Ingram, my county. Mm-hmm. And didn't you just say something? Did you say something about as well state as well? Oh yeah, yeah. State. I mean, as far as Georgia goes. As far know, as as far as GSU runs it. Oh yeah, for sure. They, Georgia State's probably the best best basketball team in the entire state. And, and it's, it's been that way for like the last five years. Hey, we beat Tech in that in that charity game. So according, we got I mean, according to what though? What what makes Georgia State the best team in the state? Because you, last time I checked, beating Tech is okay. A big deal. All right, all right. Well, look at the postseason record. I mean, but they Georgia, also play in a weak conference. So yeah, Georgia has more recognition. I mean, it, well, it doesn't matter if Georgia has more recognition. Georgia State's a better team. No, they're it's not. It's all about just all right, both teams all right, on think, the court. Think, think about when Georgia made the tournament in the last five years. Um, the same amount of times that, that Georgia, Georgia State, State made it. Okay, how many games has Georgia won in the tournament in the last five years compared to Georgia State? Because it's an even playing field once you get in. Okay, Georgia won zero. Georgia State won one. But who did Georgia play when they got in? 
Michigan State, the team who went to the finals that okay, year. Okay, okay, and Georgia State played the number two seed in the turn in, in their region. What do ba- you mean? Baylor. Yes. Baylor was a th- Baylor was a three seed that year. Oh, State was seed. a fourteen. Well, three seed. And then 13. you you literally have twelve nights off a year in the conference because Troy, uh, who we just beat last night, Texas, San Antonio, whatever that school is called. You, you, you really don't think that Georgia State could beat UGA? In that no, team? no, come can't. on. They can't. You, you guys are tripping. No, we're not tripping. Oh, you guys right. are tripping. The games. Oh, like Georgia State relies on D1 talent. You know, Georgia is full of D1 talent. They have, D, and it's not just D1 talent. It's talent that multiple D1 schools wanted. With Georgia State's building around. Demarcus Simons? Okay. Demarcus yes, Simons? one player. Simons okay. Georgia talent. has three Kansas, of those guys. Kansas, UConn, um, Kansas State. All, all those guys offered Demarcus Simons. So you name me one player and you expect me to jump off my breeze. Yeah, all I'm saying, Kane Williams is a four star. He's a backup point guard. He barely plays. Every player Georgia has is a four star. Every player Every Georgia player has. Right they have, Every yeah. player they have is they, a four star. They, they don't have a three star. They don't have a two star on their team. No. Yeah, That's a lie. No, it's not. That's a lie. Go look. I, I could look at. All right. Yeah. We got time today. <laughs> every every player that's within a junior or so to freshman. Oh, so now he's changing it. I mean, the only player that's not a four star is Jawan Parker. All right, let me see. And Yante Maiden, who became the SEC Player of the Year. So stars don't matter in that case. When we was going to state, I remember most of what most of what they had was that they would get, you know, they would basically get like, dare I say, leftovers from other exactly. d- other D one yes. teams. Like we know, well, isn't you know, that Harrow what Georgia came gets? from? No. Kentucky. Yeah, Georgia of course, Ware came from uh, Louisville, and wasn't R J Hunter once recruited by Indiana? Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, and Ryan Harrow came from Kentucky, where he could, he wasn't even good enough to start. And started and was Georgia State's best player. Curtis uh, what, Washington what, 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 do mean, USC. what do you mean he wasn't good enough to start at Kentucky? He he, he wasn't better than Archie Griffin. Curtis he Washington started, came Archie, started Archie, the whole Archie season. He started the whole season, but then by the end of the year he was benched. Yeah. Okay, for for Archie Goodwin, uh, uh, a lottery talent in the it's, NBA draft. Where is he? College. It's college. He played in Phoenix. He played in Phoenix for where a few years. Where is he right now? And the Goodwin Twins. He's probably still in the, uh, in the, the Harrison league. Twins. And the Harrison Twins coming in, too. It's going to take his spot, too. So. Uh, a pan- yeah, allegedly, quote, unquote. Mm-hmm. But Ar- Archie Goodwin, he still plays for the uh, no, Arizona Suns. he doesn't. He's a free agent. He plays for the – I just looked it up. Oh, really? He plays for the Suns, but he okay. plays in the G League. You know what's so crazy agent. about <laughs> you know what's so crazy? I was just thinking about this coming in that you know, in addition to just all the intrigue about this year's tournament, what I don't like, what I don't like about this year's Selection Sunday is the format that they're going to be using to announce the 68 teams. Like they said that they're going to just announce the 68 teams and then they're going to release the then they're going to announce the brackets. Like oh, that's man. that's dumb to oh, come again. That's so it's dumb like, to me. It's like an hour long. Yeah, it's an hour. It's that's an hour long show. Ratings and advertising. Yeah, ratings and advertising. That's that's messed though. There's no intrigue then, because if they just named the 68 teams in the first few minutes and then they're gonna release the, I'm I'm gonna turn off. Have, have, have you ever watched uh, American Idol? Yeah. What? Then you know how they can stretch out something for. Oh, yeah. No, no. There's gonna different. be a performance <laughs> by a some random that's star. All, that's the, a the, the finalist the, the, versus. Sports. And the finalist is the craziest yeah. uh, episode because because no. they be like it's two people so you can't you know vote off one person at the beginning of the show vote off another person so so they gotta be like all right who will it be 
next after the break. <laughs> <laughs> no. And they do that for an hour. Then they come and back. Then, then there's a performance. Yeah, oh, they performance. sing the song and they dance. Then, and then, then they bring out the finalists, the two finalists, back on the stage. <laughs> and they stand and there and look at each other. Oh, here we Dumb. go. And then he holds their hand, Ryan Seacrest. Hey, Ryan Seacrest, man, in some trouble, man. Speaking of, that, that's a side note, but uh, yeah. he's in that Me Too movement. By the way, but, Eric, if you're, Eric if, you're, if you're watching, now we got everybody on camera right now so you can actually see that David's wearing a Go Tiger shirt. Wow. Did you lose a bed or something? No, it's just a work shirt. Okay. It's a work shirt. <laughs> yeah, you got to go ahead and clarify that because I, I was wondering well, we about that. clarify that in the first uh, five minutes, Jeremy. Yeah, you yeah, good. It's, it's a, yeah, you know, I did the Orlando Bowl games, you know, like, uh -huh. yeah, so Lamar Jackson versus LSU. You couldn't have got a Louisville shirt because Louisville played in that game. Oh, no, I got this for free. I ain't trying to pay for my shirt. <laughs> I don't blame you. I wouldn't pay for no nothing with, with Florida. Because I was LSU, about to say, that's like Jeremy coming in and wearing a Florida shirt. That'll be know. the day I die. I, I could, I could, you know, Rashad, I could actually see Jeremy possibly wearing something that says Florida on it if he goes down game. I can't see I could that. see, I oh, could see it. I'll come in there just like this. I'll go into Florida, Univer the University of Florida, <laughs> and I'll walk around campus just like this. Just that, daring that's, people. That, that's what I did in New Orleans. Yeah. Hey. I'm going to rip my stuff. I don't care what they say. It is what it I'll, is. I'll, I'll, I want my NFC championship shirt, actually. Yeah. Hey, we're right here. Look, look at me. We're in a Brooklyn. We're in a Brooklyn Nets hat in Atlanta, yeah, in the Atlanta area. Like, hey, you ain't got to worry about that here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We ain't gonna do that to you. Yeah, hey, I, I got away with. I got away with wearing a New York Met hat too. Yeah, it's just, it seems like this type of stuff happens up north about the pride stuff. So yeah, <laughs> and even 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 within New York City, I doubt Knicks fans are going to be like. Oh right. my God! Why are you wearing that Brooklyn hat? Because be the like, thing is, <laughs> the, the are still. Pape, wait, hold on. Pape Diata, uh, six seven, class of two thousand fourteen. He plays for Georgia. He was a seventy scout grade, three stars. So you found one player. Okay, I mean, I only looked at, <laughs> I only looked at three players. <laughs> I can keep going. Pop Diata would probably play. He probably would average fifteen or twenty for the, to twenty with Georgia State. Chill. Right he he's a three Whoa. star. So. Georgia okay. State got two four stars. You going to count my Bulldog stars? Really? Really? Mike Edwards, seventy-eight. Class he don't. Of he, don't he don't play. He Three don't stars. play. He don't play. <laughs> he does not play for Georgia. He's just on the team. Uh, I remember this dude, Rashawn Hammonds. I remember him from high school. Let me see where he is. He's a top one hundred player. Yeah, I remembered him. I he came know. from uh, what, Norcross, maybe. Yeah, yeah. He came from Norcross. Yeah, he's a four star, eighty-eight. So he's the only guy that can really see Demarcus Simons. Mm. And everybody's still uh, tapping him as uh, you know uh, Demarcus Simons as a possible, uh, if not NBA, as you know possible maybe a G League prospect. Yeah, that's 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 what I that's, that's what I was doing. I, it's, it's it's true. I like, mean, RJ's in the in the G League. Jeremy Hollowell's in the G League. Exactly. Okay, I mean, Demarcus Simons is better than Hollowell. Okay. I think you, you got you got yeah. something there. I think he's better than Hollowell. I've seen he, the kid play twice, so I, I, I'm not gonna pretend like I know you know what he can do and what he can be. But from what I've seen, I mean he ain't RJ. So where's RJ? Well, what, what do you think? What do you think? You think RJ's better? Yes. No, I can't. I can't roll with that. I mean, because you know, like I said, like I've covered both of them during the full season, so. From what I've seen, like Simons can shoot. What is his, what is his, <laughs> what, is, what is his NBA? What is his NBA skill then? Because I mean, everyone can shoot, and, and and everyone's athletic, and everyone's big. Who would you say has a better interior, like oh. a better interior game, like Demarcus or RJ? Like who can draw? Who you say is a better, like better penetrator into the basket? I was, I would give, I would give that to Simons just based off what I've seen. Right, 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 right. But but RJ has a better handle. Yeah. 
Exactly. So I mean that that's like one of the things that that he has to work on. Simons has to work on his handle and so his you're, attitude. So you're telling me a guy who can't create his shot in the NBA is better than a guy. You're well, saying? I mean he, he tore he tore up a, a dude that was a uh, third team All uh, ACC this year. So what are we talking about? Third team All ACC. In the best conference in college basketball, you gonna downplay that? The best conference is the SEC. The right best now, conference right now is the ACC. The best conference in college basketball. So, I think so the the number one team in the country, Virginia, and then UNC, Virginia. and then Duke. UNC yeah. was a. And you saying SEC is better this year? How many teams? I've, are, I've heard a bunch. How many? Not the first person I, I heard. How many college basketball confused college football? How many? How many, <laughs> how many teams are the, is the ACC gonna have in the tournament? Maybe five, maybe six. Well, okay, but but they got three of the best teams in the country. It means, it means nothing because they can lose just like okay. everyone else can All in right. the tournament. SEC, Same with SEC teams. But exactly. But SEC, who we got? Dang, we got Bama, we got Kentucky. Is Florida good this year? Dude? Yes. Auburn? Auburn. Auburn. Oh, okay, okay. Auburn Tennessee, is good. Kentucky, Auburn is good this year. Uh, Missouri. Missouri, yeah. Arkansas. Missouri, no. They lost, they lost to Georgia. They're going to be in the tournament. They lost to Georgia in the SEC tournament. I don't I don't trust Missouri. Okay. Mm. Yeah, well, Missouri is one of those teams that, I, I, like you said, I just don't trust them really all that much, you know, really all that much either. Missouri is a team that I feel like can easily, if they make the tournament, they can easily get upset in the first round. And I look at the get ACC, it's, it's very difficult for me to think. I'm no. going to tell you right now, the SEC could have the Big 12 of the Elite Eight. The SEC is going to have probably three of those teams. Auburn's going to be there. Missouri's going to be there because of Michael Porter. What are you talking about, the Elite Eight? Elite Eight. Well, only reason Missouri lost to Georgia is because Michael Porter got going too late because he hadn't played all year. Right. He missed a lot of open shots Right. where he created the shot himself. His brother ain't bad. They got a kid named Jonte Porter. Not Jonte Porter. There's a Porter guy. His right. name is, last name is Porter. Had the best three-point shooting percentage in the, in the SEC. They're, they're kind of like Chino Hills because, you know. Uh, I ain't like, going to ignore like, Missouri. One, one of the best players on Chino Hills, his last name is Ball, like this year. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's a little cousin. That, that's a cousin? I thought so. I thought yeah, they were he's a, he's a little cousin. Yeah, yeah. He, he's good. He's younger. Yeah, he's he's, he's, he's getting some D1 attention, he, too. He can, he can dunk. You know. Anytime you're a high school kid under under junior year and you can dunk and you're dunking on varsity, it's pretty impressive. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, for sure. McDonald's high school All-American coming in a couple of weeks. Anybody gone? Mm, I don't know. What about you? Nah. Not going? Hmm. The boy Ludacris is performing. It just don't excite me. High school. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. But McDonald's doesn't excite me because, I mean, like the most exciting players aren't in the game. Exactly. Mac so, McClunk and, and Shaq's son. Yeah. Those are like the two most exciting. Well, Zion. I, I mean, course, I'll check but, Zion out. But. but it's like Zion. That's it. I yeah. mean, Bowl Bowl isn't that exciting. He's just a good player. That's going to end up being a weak class. Yeah, it's just going to be a weak. Because last year, you at least had Colin Saxton and, yeah. you know, Aiden. All those guys played in the game. This year, it's like none of the internet famous guys are playing in the game. <laughs> I mean, I'll take the dunk contest out. Maybe Zion will be in it. Yeah, I wish they had uh, Mac McClung, like, just bring him in for the dunk contest, man. Shout out to my guy. It he, says he a lot won, when um, the dunk contest Virginia. for the McDonald's is better than the NBA's dunk contest. Well, it's been like that for a few years. It has been. It has been. I remember in um, 2004 with uh, Candace Parker uh, and J.R. Smith and Josh Smith. I think she beat him. That I was thinking about that this morning. Mm. Candace did her thing. Beat Brown and all that. Yeah. But, uh, she did. Yes, she did. Uh, did. Did y'all already talk about Young Bull? Did we? 
I don't think we did. We pretty can, much can been just been talking about young bull, man. Go right ahead. Go right ahead, man. Mob County product. Shout out to Mackenzie Ingram. Shout out to Young Bull. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> best player in the game, best player in the country. Um, you know, yep. someone debate me about it. Anybody? You ain't gonna hear no. You ain't gonna hear no. You ain't gonna hear a nothing out of me. I agree. Got something there. Got something there. He, he, pro- he proved it to me the other day. I'm, 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 I'm sold. Yeah, it's nice. Just unfortunate. He's number two. <laughs> just uh, you know, this these scout size and stuff. I mean, it's not my opinion. It's just the way way scouts and you know, everybody's talking. It's just mm-hmm. Trey can probably gonna be in the NIT this year, <laughs> and he's all he got to do is put up 30 points. Nigga was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> he's he's awesome. And then Sexton's got to put up like 70 points to where to get that type of attention it's just yeah. I don't know I don't know what I don't know what you know I don't know how the, the politics of scouting and stuff is but it's just very weird it's just cause it's like you know they're both both point guards they're both good it's not like it's uh, mm-hmm. you know it's, it's big not, to small comparison it's not like it's Joe Ingles putting up Bama number, you know, putting huh. Sexton numbers and it's mm-hmm. uh, and it's uh, you know going against Trey it's just you know Sexton and Train. It's just, yeah, you know, it's weird. It's, I don't, I don't understand. But you know, I guess this kind of could be similar to like Ball and Fox. You know, it's like how people talk about like you know, Fox beat Ball straight up, and still he didn't get that type of recognition either. But, you know, Ball's a better player. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's. I don't know. I think Sexton kind of rubs scouts the wrong way because his game isn't pretty. You know what I mean? Like it's. It's not smooth. It's a little he, – he has a little bit of clunkiness to his game. And Trey Young has the, you know, the smooth pulling up from half court. It look it looks pretty on TV when it, it goes in. It looks sleeker, a lot sleeker. It looks sleek. But when you look up at the end of the game and Colin Sexton has 27 and Trey Young has 27, but Trey Young is taking 50 shots. <laughs> yeah, that's Colin exactly. Sexton has 20 shots. He's made 12 of them. He's gotten to the free throw line eight times. Give me Colin Sexton over Trey Young right about now. And he's and he's grabbed me seven, eight rebounds. He's also gotten me six or seven assists, and the team's up by 15. And I'll take that all day. Any give day. me somebody who has that clunky game because I don't. My thing is, as long as it's. <laughs> as long as it's <laughs> hey, that's what they said about James Harden coming in, man. That's, Thank they said you. the same thing. Exactly. Give me somebody who's got that because, in my opinion, it's not necessarily. It's not just about like who can you know who can just you know just look good on TV. Like, what can you do to make my my team a better team and what can you do to give my team wins and if it's one of those issues where in all honest and truth your your game may be a little bit clunky that's that's what i want that's what i want because somebody that has a game kind of like trey young's can be very 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 easy to defend because of all them shots he takes yeah i mean you you know where he if you if you know where he is and he 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 hasn't like i think it's the comparison of steph curry kind of threw attributes on him like people say, oh, well, he's pulling up from half court. He must be able to handle the ball. If you really watch him, he doesn't break down a defense. It's the same he- comparison people made. It's the same comparison the Kings owner, Vivek Ranadeep, made about Buddy Hill. Buddy Hill. Pr- pronounce his name again. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear you say that. Ironically, went to the same went to the same school. Yeah, same Oklahoma. System, same same type so of Oklahoma offense. So Oklahoma basically is just pretty much putting out Steph Curry prototypes. No. No. Not exactly. But, I mean, uh, you, you got to look at uh, 
Aiton. By, by the time this comes out, these guys will have played a couple more games. Um, but, you know, you have Aiton had 33 and, and 14 last night. Uh, Bridges is a guy that, that uh, we've been talking about in, in a group chat I'm in. Uh, so which one? Ma- Mikel Bridges. Oh, okay. The one from Villanova? That's, uh, that's, that's uh, Villanova? I don't know. I think so. Yeah, yeah, that's Villanova. Villanova? Yeah, okay. it's the Miles. Miles is the one from Michigan State. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because yeah, that's that's who I was thinking about, Michigan yeah. State. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I was like, hey, Michigan State? And I was like, no, nah, that's Jaron Jackson. And then I'm yeah, like, they, oh, both, they, both, they both play for Michigan State. I like, I like. Michigan uh, State might have a little run. I like uh, Mikhail better than I like Miles. Yes, yeah, we see him getting a lot of love there in Kawhi. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, reminds yeah, me of Kawhi I Leonard. He has, a, he has a quiet. He has a quiet killer about him. I like I like that. But yeah. And he's been a winner in college. Like but he, did you know KL uh <laughs> compared uh Kawhi to uh, Torian? Oh god. I'll never what? forget that. I'll never forget Kawhi that. Got hey, championships. We all did a little bit. Uh, I know I know I, I'm, I, guilty I I'm, I'm guilty of it. I'm guilty of it. I know is I saw KL like KL knows basketball. So when I saw him say it, I'm like, it has to have some validity to it. Yeah. This man watches a lot of basketball. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know about that. We, I, all, we all wrong sometimes. Yeah, we all we all hit or miss. It's, it's okay, right? Exactly. We definitely all hit or miss. Speaking of speaking of things that seem to be on a hit or miss type of you know type of bit, it seems as though that with all the moves in the NFL that the Seattle Seahawks have been making, pretty much unloading a pretty good bit of their team, that they're gonna be more or less miss for the next few years, more so than hit. I don't agree with that. I, I mean, sure. I mean, getting. I'm. I'm sorry. Get, getting rid of Sherman and Bennett. It seems as though to me Jimmy like they're Graham. starting to be that. That too. It seems though to me like they're trying to set themselves on a on a on a bit where they're 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 basically starting to rebuild. No, I, 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 I don't. I don't think they want to do that with Russell Westbrook. Cause I mean. <laughs> Russell Westbrook? Westbrook? Uh, Westbrook? I like, he might as well be. We, we said that at least three times during this podcast. Like, uh, not this podcast, but like just a podcast in general. We said Russell Westbrook. Russell, yeah, Russell, Westbrook. Russell Wilson. Russell but Wilson. Like, with Russell, Russell Wilson you know. as a quarterback, I don't think they're rebuilding. Uh, that's yeah. I, I think their win total increases because now they don't have all these big personalities in the locker room making noise. Just egos. And egos. Yeah. That's, that's, what, that's why they were so good to start with because these guys – were hungry back in the like when they won that Super Bowl. Right, right. These guys they, were they weren't hung, famous. They weren't famous yet, but now they're millionaires and they. Then that I think what really messed everything up was the second Super Bowl after they won the first one yeah. when they lost. They, yeah. they needed they needed I, to I expunge think, some of that. I, I think uh, Black Lives Matter ruined them. I'm joking. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's just like um, looking back, like with the original Seahawks team, they were young and fast, and now this team is old. And like you know, it comes time you got to break teams up. You know, it's just. But people don't you – know, what they've seen to bring up is, like, you know, Michael Bennett was not starting on that Super Bowl team. It was uh, Red Bryant and Chris Clemens. That's a good catch. And, and, you know, those two left, Michael Bennett, Clint Averill stepped up. You know, it was just like college. You know, Pete Carroll had a team like a college team. You had your Super Bowl MVP, uh, Malcolm uh, – what was his name? USC linebacker. Oh, Malcolm Smith. Yeah, Malcolm Smith. He left, went to Oakland. You know, KJ Wright, now they stepped up. You know, so it's like it's just now. You know, they've been drafting. You got uh, you got a guy. Uh, you got uh, what's his name? Uh, well, Michigan, Michigan, Michigan State. Uh, oh, uh, McDowell. Malik, yeah, Malik, Malik McDowell. McDowell. Yeah, he's he was hurt last year. He comes, he's gonna step up. That's another. Yeah, that's and, a good point. And you got Sheldon Richardson. He's probably gonna be back. They trade the pick for him, and you know they got you know. 
defensive end stuff. They, they got they've been drafting. Yeah, they got Nasir Jones from UNC. I like Shaq uh, Shaquille Griffin from Central oh, yeah, Florida. Yeah, they yeah. they picked yeah. last year to step in for Sherman. He's yeah. the same thing. Everybody's been ranting and raving about his his yeah. combine performance. Oh no no, yeah. no no, that's his his twin brother is playing for the Seahawks. Oh, oh gotcha. Yeah, because oh. yeah, when you said that, I was like, what Shaquille Griffin? It, uh, I'm thinking about Shaquille. Shaquille. His, his name Shaquille. Yeah, that, that, the one about to be drafted. His name Shaquille. And what's the other one? Shaquille. Shaquille? I believe so. Yeah. But Seahawks got us. Wait, wait. So, so who on the Seahawks? <laughs> I think Shaquille's on the Seahawks. Sha- Shaquille on the Seahawks. Shaquille about to get drafted. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Seahawks got a system. You know, Tampa 2, West Coast offense. It's plug and play. As long as you got it's plug and play. You know, got Russell Wilson on the offense. They'll be fine. He can carry it. And defensively, I got plug in the cover. You know, Tampa I don't two. know, man, because they look kind of rough uh, when, when Sherman went out last year. Like, I, I mean, think that the, 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 the Falcons look like they was having their way with them. When a whole when you, when you have a whole off season to you know prep, you know instead of a week. Okay, right. well now my superstar is out, and we got to try to figure out what to do on the fly. That's different than yeah. okay. Well now these kids can grow up and step into these roles. Right. Yeah, it's like you know, Earl Thomas was hurt, Cam was hurt, Sherman was hurt. That's, and that's Bobby a, Wagner that played. He played his butt off all year, but he was even dinged up yeah. a little. So yeah, yeah. He, he was dinged up. Yeah, he was playing great. All those guys were famous. <laughs> yeah. Every single one of those guys that you guys named were famous. They were celebrities, red carpet, commercials, all that. The Legion of Boom. Legion of Boom, it, exactly. It's, it's all over with. Remember them. that one year where they, I think it was one year before one of the Super Bowls, they did that They did that cover that looked like a 90s R&B album cover? On, on what uh, what magazine? What what magazine? Magazine? It, it, it wasn't a mag. I, think, I don't think it was a magazine. Oh, I think it was just, just a photo random, shoot? Yeah, it was just some random oh. photo shoot that they did. Uh, the Seahawks. Well, they, 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 like someone called them the the OKC of football, because you know, like they had all those superstars and they can only get one out of it. Uh, it was OKC pretty... couldn't get anything out of it, so that was a waste. I'm like a group yeah. of renegades. It's like a whole bunch of pieces nobody wanted. Mm. And then they all came together. And, and I think they need to go back to that that uh, mindset as far as draft underdogs. Yeah, yeah, they need to when in this year's draft they need to. They need to sit down and think about, you know, players that, you know, have supreme athleticism, but, you know, nobody's thinking it right. Like, like Griffin from Central Florida. Right, right. I'm talking about the brother now, the right, one with yeah. the, you know, the, the one, left one arm. Yeah. Mm. I would take a shot on him if I'm the Seahawks. He fits what they want at linebacker, fast, got an attitude, and plus his brother already plays Did, did you see the, uh, some, someone, dude, he wrote a column. Yeah, he was like, I, w- I wouldn't take Shaquem Griffin, and here's why. And then, like, everybody got mad at him because you know, you know, he was has one arm. So, and then this one dude was like, no one cares what you have to say, you bum. In high school, you rated me the 33rd best quarter. It was Jamal Adams. The 33rd best, uh, you know, secondary player. And I was like, well, if he didn't care what he had to say, then you wouldn't remember what the high school ranking he gave you X amount of years ago. So I never understood that part of, of uh, journalism where – where people like criticize journalists and then say, oh, you can't play and no one cares what you have to say, but it's like you obviously care because you clicked on the link and you read it and you know. Yeah, Arab yeah. yeah. goes to social media. Yeah. Oh yeah, right. right. Especially I mean, just, nowadays. Just take it as motivation, man, and just keep That's running. all you, That's all you, all you can really do. I wanna salute the Browns really quick just for not being complacent. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it, they they had so many top draft picks year after year after year. It obviously wasn't working because yeah. they didn't know how to draft. And they just, I don't know, they just always browned. The Browns always browned. And now Brown's at least 
if the Browns browned with these trades and these weren't good trades, at least they tried. They tried. At least and they, they, they did something different than just drafting the player with the biggest name. Yeah, you know, exactly. So salute to the Browns uh, for trying to change. Because that's what they've done for a long time. I know. They used to trade out a lot. <laughs> it's like they uh, trade the pick for, you know, they had the pick, traded out for um, 2009. Uh, one thing they had was like a lot of instability. So, like, you know, 2009, they traded out for uh, Mark Sanchez. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, like, you know, then now they get picked on a lot for you know, trading out for Deshaun Watson. Uh, and Carson, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then, you know, they picked uh, Johnny Manziel. They picked Trent Richardson high. You know, it's just a lot of – it's just, you know, it's been a lot of jokes. But, you know, yeah. now they got – you know, they got John Dorsey from Kansas City. You know, he built built the Kansas City team that you know, Andy Reid currently coaches. And, and uh, yeah, finally got a football guy because uh, Sashi Brown, their past GM, you know, he didn't really had GM experience. Uh, he looked at even more analytics. And it's like, you got to, I get, you know, you have to accumulate assets, but, you know, players are players also. So, you know, it's not, yeah. you can't be thinking like, oh, I, I can get 2019 first-round pick. That works. That way of thinking works in the NBA or in the baseball draft. Because you're like, you're like, okay, well, I can get this amount of players for this amount, blah, blah, blah. All the analytics. But in football, you can look at a guy – and you could pick him in the seventh round. He'd be a franchise player. Look look at what Seattle did with Richard Sherman. They grabbed him in the fifth round. I mean, he's on the cover of Madden. Madden. He's the face of their franchise for seven years. And, and football, Tom second Brady, round, Michigan, second round, round. And, and third round is just, just as, as important as, as first round. I, matter of fact, I'd rather have three second-round picks than two or three third-round picks. Then one or two first round. Picks. Yeah, that's what they were saying with um with the Bennett trade. The Falcons fans, they were like, "No way, I'm giving more than a fifth Yeah, for for Bennett. And I, Bennett I applaud the, I applaud the Falcons, Falcons for not for, panicking for holding and out, trying to get it. Yeah, because I found out. Um, I mean, that window closing for the Falcons. I just want to throw that out. It there. it is, <laughs> but also <laughs> you also you don't want to panic because if you panic and try to and you reach out and throw a four for a fifth that round pick, like that fifth. closes the window faster. Right, right, yeah. right, right. See, I had overreacted because I. Had I saw that I was like, all they had to do was trade a fifth. But I found the Falcons gonna have a fifth. They traded for a lineman. Yeah, I, I, don't, I have no idea who this lineman Ty, is. Ty Sambrillo from the Broncos. Oh, yeah. He was their backup right tackle. He ended up being a very important piece to them this year because when um, Schrader got hurt early in the year, that's who stepped in. He played. He played pretty well. Yeah. So, I mean, it. Yeah. So when I saw that, I was like, okay, yeah. So they did a good job not giving on the fourth because like Bennett's thirty-three. Now I would say, you know. Look at Vinny Curry. He's he's on his way out. There's, yeah. no, there's no way they can afford all those guys in Philly. And he's he's gonna go. I would love I would you know, I would love to see Vinny Curry start somewhere. Like, yeah, I think it'd be a great fit in Atlanta just yeah. Because like, he's he's scheme versatile. He can play he can play tackle, you play in. I like I like Vinny Curry. Yeah, I wanted him to draft him when he came out, but they didn't. It's just I look at the stats and like Claiborne had some very good stats, but I guess he's out of Atlanta's price range. The, the thing about Claiborne, uh, another good point that these dudes brought up, he's so inconsistent because you know he had good stats, what what like nine sacks, eleven sacks, but six of them were in one game. And then he after that mm-hmm. six, after that six game, well, sack, after that six sack game, I don't think he had a sack the rest of the year. Uh, he may have had one. But, and who there it is? But you know you got to think about who else is on that line. Yeah, so I mean, just, there's nobody that's like, I mean, like amazing like that. I mean, Jared. I mean, just he all right. Yeah, you got Jared, but you know, you got you can double team Claymore. Right there, I, 
I, I don't know. Just me watching Claiborne, I never saw him. I think Tack Tack is gonna surprise y'all next year. Yeah, Tack. Yeah, the, 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 the way that yeah, Beasley did his second year, I think that Tack can have something like that because Tack was playing hurt too. Yeah, and Tack's you know, more consistent. And, you're right, right. And Vic was playing hurt his first year. Yeah, true. So it was like you know, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't expect much out of Vic. Honestly, he's just kind of a bonus player. Yeah, Vic, Vic is kind of like. Just there who, to be who, there. Who he was last year is what we're gonna get for the rest of his career. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not paying him a big contract when he's done yeah. with his rookie contract. He can move on. I'm good. Yeah, I kind of called that his his uh, defensive player of the year season was kind of overrated. Yeah, he because it was like he it was one game. He had like a three week stretch where he played uh, L. A. and it was L. A. Come on, Arizona. I mean when when they weren't good. And then Arizona, when he played the freaking um, Georgia State uh, guard. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. All, all due respect to Georgia State. I mean, yeah. for a basketball school. You know, we are the best basketball team in the state. But uh, <laughs> Here we go. And, and then uh, the third week, I forgot who it was, but he, he played like. Yeah, Denver. Yeah, Denver, Denver had their yeah. backup out there, too. And yeah, then yeah, he was playing a rookie quarterback too. in his first right. start. Exactly. <laughs> so, so it was like he kind of got lucky. Like in that little week, and then yeah, he played left hand too. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then the the rest of the Falcons schedule wasn't that you know as as good as it was last year, 2017. Yeah, so Beasley gonna be on the sidelines. <laughs> I mean, I really or could Beasley. see him not if they if they get a Vinny Curry or they bring in somebody in the draft. I can see Vic Beasley being a guy that comes off the bench. Like he doesn't really have a role with this defense. I mean. I mean Reminds me like OC. That's what OC in New York, not OC in Atlanta, but OC in New York. OC, right? He had that one scoop. Hey, let me tell you a story about um. That one scoop. This uh, (laughs) (laughs) one scoop ice cream. Uh, My ex, she just uh, she just broke up with me, and this was like a month later. She was a Saints fan. Falcons played the Saints to end the season, and OC Yerman Yura had that scoop. Yeah, I think he ran about what was that fifty yard touchdown? Long, long in it. Oh, it was man. like fifty three yards, whatever it was. <laughs> that was one of the happiest moments of that year. It was Christmas Eve. <laughs> I, I remember, I remember running around the house. I said, I said, I said since we got no place to go, let him score, let him score, let him score. <laughs> I was so happy, man. OC Yerman Yer on my ex's team, bro. Oh, oh man, that man. was that was his moment. He, he did that for the culture. I appreciate that, OC. And that that, was, that's all he did for the Falcons. That's yeah. all he that did for the Falcons. Play. We still remember O.C. Yeah, more or less was, as a New Yorker, and that's how he oh, should always be remembered as a New York definitely. Giant. Yeah, Atlanta was, yeah, Atlanta was weird back then. You know, cut Abraham and sign him with an old, cheap version. Yeah, got O.C. Like, O.C. be a number one defensive end. I was like, no, he's not no number one. <laughs> he's not what he was in New York. Uh, he wasn't was, even a number one in New York. JPP yeah. has always been better than him. Yeah. And before that, Michael Strahan was better than him. JPP. Tuck was nice. <laughs> Tuck was nice. Yeah, exactly. So I'm trying to think who else. It was a guy from, it was a Ann from Minnesota, I think they got to Oh, Ray Edwards, yeah. Ray, oh, God. Yeah, yeah, I remember him. <laughs> yeah, he, that was a bust. Uh, well, remember, yeah. uh, what what finger has JPP lost? Was it his index, his ring finger? Isn't he missing two? His pinky? Yeah, yeah, I think he's missing like I half a hand. I think I can't, I can't remember, but he's still balling. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, but that so was he, the dumbest thing. So he moved a linebacker. Oh, God. Don't do that. Yeah, James. It's uh, too late to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's too old for that. Yeah, he, yeah. he's too old. JPP been playing for a minute, man. I don't know. Freddie made him move the linebacker late. And where is he now? He was good at Arizona playing linebacker. He had like 10 sacks. When you say, when you say, when you say linebacker, do you mean like he playing in the middle of the defense? No, he's playing outside. No, that's not a linebacker. What, they running 3-4? Yeah. Uh, and 
actually mm-hmm. a linebacker. I, I didn't know he played linebacker because Arizona was before Atlanta, wasn't it? Yeah, but they, he was he was standing up. Yeah. Okay. But he was rushing the passers. Right. So so Vic Beasley. Vic Beasley. I mean that 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 they. I just wish they just get. I hate that term when they call like players who play on the end of the line of scrimmage. They still call up. them linebackers. Yeah, I hate yeah. they call them linebackers because that's that's all that is just. The player using their mark. A linebacker or is the team who or is team to get to the quarterback. Who, who do y'all think is the best uh, linebacker of our generation? Like coming up, Brian Erlacher, Ray Lewis. Who is it? That's a good one. That's um, a good one. I don't know. I, I don't know. For some reason, I'm kind of I'm kind of leaning. Oh, like I'm kind of leaning towards inside Ray and Lewis. Out, inside and outside is kind of tough because I mean, like growing up outside, you know, Joy Porter was very good. Yeah. And, uh, mm-hmm. Even James Harrison. Keith Brickin. No. <laughs> <laughs> Keith Brickin broke our heart. He's done. Um, <laughs> for the mic, you know. I kind of want to say, uh, say Mike, I'd probably say Ray Lewis. And uh, outside. Hmm. I don't know. I think, I think I'm going to go Ray. Yeah, I think I'm leaning. I mean, you I'm just got to think too. about everything that, that Ray – for football, like everything, is is this Erlacher's year? He's going in the uh, hall. Yeah, he's, I he's, think so. Yeah, this, he's, this he's going in the hall of fame. Uh, I was unsure if it was this year or last year. The thing about Erlacher though is that Erlacher fit that Chicago Bears mold because right, Chicago right. has always been known for defense. The cold, but, right? Defense. The eighty-five Bears, all that mystique around right. Soldier Field. So that's what. So Ur- that's Urlacher why Erlacher was so beloved in Chicago. Yeah, exactly. He's a perfect Bear. Exactly. Him and Briggs were nice. Yeah, I would yeah, say, as far as like accomplishments in his career, I would say it's no, it's hands down Ray Ray Lewis. Like Ray right. Lewis is the best linebacker as far as career. Right, right, right. right. But the best player I've seen with my eyes is linebacker. Luke Keekley. Like Luke Keekley is mm. the best linebacker Luke's I've cool. ever seen because he can cover. Yeah, he'll run you down sideline, sideline, sideline. Yeah. He's a leader. He literally stepped on the field and changed an entire culture. Right. No one else has done that. To, to have a chant on defense, that's crazy. Exactly. You don't get the ball. You don't get the ball like I've a running seen. back where you get the ball and they go, ooh, Sanu, you know, something like that. You don't get the ball every other play or every play. That's you on defense, and this man still has a chant yeah. that they say two or three times every game. Yeah. And so Pat, Pat Willis is another one that I really. Oh yeah, probably, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His career in the early. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. He he used one of those guys who said uh, walked away from the game early. That wasn't. Uh, he had yeah, a toe yeah. problem. Too. He got toe hurt problem. late in his career, and then he just he, he retired at like twenty seven or something like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Calvin yes. Johnson retired. That that's crazy. Where, where do you guys see football in ten years? Calvin Johnson. <laughs> Calvin Johnson is so. But Calvin Johnson retired because he was sick of Detroit. I mean, that's that, one of the reasons he was sick of Detroit. That's pretty much what Barry Sanders did. So I don't right. Know. <laughs> he was pretty much sick of Detroit. Same thing. Hey, ten years would probably be. Uh, I think football will be in a good place. You know, definitely be. Uh, you know, you'll have uh, Carson Wentz. Uh, no, I mean, but do you like the sport of football? Do you guys think like yeah. where do you see football? It'll yeah. look. It'll look a lot different. Yeah, it'll, yeah. Be, it'll be softer, but it'll it'll be softer, but you know, still gonna. Still gonna be American sport. Oh yeah, Carson Wentz would be like the Matt Ryan, except for he already has a ring. Right, exactly. Carson Wentz, man. Carson Wentz is gonna. He can get dirty. He's gonna have that minimum three. 
Super Bowl. He already has one. You think Carson wins? I'm talking about the heat that he won. Oh, so, so we're not counting this one? I'm not counting this one for me. I'm counting this one. I'm going to say he's going to have four by the I mean, but without him, they wouldn't be there. Right, exactly. So you got to count it. That's true. That's you got to count shout it. Shout out to Trent Miles, man. Super Bowl win. Super Bowl win. Went from Georgia Bowl, State <laughs> to winning the Super Bowl with Philly. You know, he, he was uh, representing um, his old school. I think it was uh, Indiana IUPUI? State. IUPUI? No, Indiana uh, State. Yeah, yeah. IUP, that's Hunter. But yeah. he, he was Indiana State, and he was like, Indiana State, we repping at the Super Bowl. He kept talking about them. He didn't bring up nothing about Georgia State. What? You know, they fired they him. They fired on, him. Man. He was like, he was like I don't fool with you. Come on, man. I'm, saying, I'm representing Indiana State. I don't know. Everybody rep- who get fired. <laughs> yeah, and they, and they repped the school, yeah. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Wasn't there also something else that you said that you had to, like, you know, get off your chest a little bit, I guess, about some type of relationship stuff? Well, I wanted to talk about, first of all, or, you know, we, we were in a group chat last night. This man, David, was like, yeah, Brittany Rainer's uh, at the Gold Room tonight. I was like, why do people pay to, to go into clubs with with these, uh, with these with models that, that and parties that models are hosting? Because, you know, they're man? only there to collect the check. They stand in the VIP section the whole time, and they might sit on their phone and look at the screen and sing a couple songs that they like, put it on their IG story. They're not going to talk to you. They're not going to give you the time of day. Tell it. They don't want to. And if you want a picture with them, they're going to charge you for a picture. They're going to charge you for whatever. And I just don't understand what the point of that is. Someone explain to me why people want to do that. And the way I look at it is just people's, you know, social media age. And Instagram. Literally, like, I've been in clubs and I would literally see, like, you know, big name rappers, models and stuff. And, like, people will run towards the VIP try to like they'll be happy just like sticking their camera back like this and and the, the model yeah. stuff's right there be like I was there you know it'll be all on the Facebook and Twitter Instagram you know it's just you know people like feeling like they everybody's just trying to flex they've been somewhere you know and you know it's just it's crazy you know just like how it how it is but you know you know people decided you know if they wanted to stop stop going to the clubs but you know paying this money you're paying all the alcohol you know so that's what justifies it so yeah i I don't think there'll ever be a model right that says i met my husband slash my baby daddy at the club he approached me at a party i was hosting and i was like you know what (laughs) i want to give this dude a chance because the only dudes that have a chance in that type of situation is someone who's already famous practically practically like somebody said somebody such as me probably would not have a uh, well maybe probably some it's probably something such as mm, y'all got a chance y'all got a chance <laughs> i don't know man it's like richard said you gotta already be famous to have a shot anyway and it's i hate to see that it's like relationships for famous people are becoming like it's becoming like business deals Right. It's been like that though, apparently. Yeah, apparently. But like, it's too young to know. Marriage is a business deal. I mean, it really is. But like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jay Z, Beyonce is totally even. Even for even more for like famous people, man. Because like you, they get into relationships and they immediately start posting about it, or or they try to keep it secret and then spring it on people at the right time, right before the album come out. Uh-huh. It's like this is a this is a production. Like this isn't this isn't a relationship. I no, think uh, Offset and and uh, Cardi's is real. I don't think it's real. I mean, even if it is, like, it's elevated them so much, I can't really give them credit for just being in love. Like, I like mean, you can't you can't just look at them and be like, oh, they just love each other. Man. I mean, I just, oh, they just, oh, you see them because th- it's convenient. Those two flex 
on the gram more than most celebrity couples every sing every single time every single time offset be buying cardi b some expensive stuff they Tell always me. put I it mean, on the gram i mean i just hope uh, people don't use this as example that's all to say exactly that's i mean like right. you know, people that stuff's always gonna be around but just yeah don't relationship goals hashtag, you know, hashtag don't, yeah, do right, that, yeah. don't do that don't do that i'm just saying if, if you're gonna come up to a celebrity come up to them with a purpose like Every exactly. time, every time I see a celebrity and I want to be next to them or talk to them, it's because I want to learn something from them. I want advice. I want, hey, you understand? How did you do Zanardan? How does it feel to be Zanardan? I want to, you know, I want to learn something about them. I don't exactly. just want to take a picture and you know be on my way. I want to, hey, how can we work together? How exactly. can I get an interview with you? So I'm like, you know, what and I'm I feel like celebrities probably appreciate that more than just some of these, you know, Definitely. crazy people oh. that go ahead Definitely. just trying to take pictures, just flexing on the ground. I don't know. It's just you know, it's a pretty narcissistic society too. So you know, they probably probably love it. I mean, it's just I mean, they they probably love it to a certain extent because it makes them feel. But they're already they're already famous. Uh, but no, I know. Migos I feel said like, that. Yeah, but I feel they, like they it's said they used to go to the to the malls and like just walk through. Uh huh. Like just to have people mob them. That was what? before Bad and Bougie. That was before, but that was before they like you know blew up and now everybody's got their name on their lips. Mm-hmm. Speaking of speaking of celebrities, why is why is everybody on Twitter and the gram going in on Bruno Mars and Tiffany Haddish and Tiffany? What 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 why? did they do to y'all? Why? I don't and get it. What? What, are, what are people saying? I'm confused about what's going on. I don't know why anyone could be mad at Bruno Mars. I don't know. I yeah, don't know so either. Just because he makes good whole, music? Black Black Twitter takes things way too far. Sometimes they like, do too so much. You're right. Now they don't have anything to complain about because Mason Douglas, done, uh, you know, the talk from that kind of cooled down. And then the, the woman's thing is, is back hot now because International Women's Day was list last week and yes. it's Women's History Month. Mm-hmm. So Black Twitter, while they're in between, a black person wasn't killed for no reason sometime recently. It, that was a big deal for no reason. So Black Twitter has nothing to complain about. And Black Twitter always needs something to complain about. So, shoot, hey, <laughs> Bruno Mars won this Grammy over uh, even though no white men for the first time in what? Grammy history, we're nominated so, so for Album of the Year. Because I saw that trending on the Twitter like yeah. uh, yesterday afternoon. I was like, why is he number one? Like, did, something, did he say something? Did something happen? It's literally just so, a debate about... So, so somebody literally just brought appro- this up. Appropriation. That's uh, appropriate. Oh, the Grammys... Grammys were like two, Grand Grammys were a month ago. Yeah, I thought so. I was like, wait, when did the Oscars? What was what was last two weeks ago? Yeah, uh, the the Oscars was yeah, last week. Okay, yeah. okay. I was like, the Grammys was a minute ago. I thought. I don't know exactly. what so this thing just Grammys. blew up on social media just randomly. Just randomly. Just random. random. Well, I mean, well, you know, I'm not really like on my Twitter like that, like that. So it's yeah. like I've only saw it from the outside looking in, and every <laughs> tweet that? that I saw was, hey. Y'all, uh, black people don't support. Y'all support Bruno Mars, so, and it's like Bruno so Mars is talented. It's like it's like on the episode of the Boondocks where they say you throw a chair and literally the whole room just get mad. Exactly. I'm mad. That, that, right. That's what Twitter fight. That's what Twitter is. I mean, because they've done that a couple times for no reason with HBCUs versus PWIs. Yeah. You know, so it's like you know that that's kind of just what I assume it was. Someone just out of nowhere Wait, said, "Oh well." Didn't that, that Bruno girl, Mars beat out black artists to win? Yeah. Isn't Bruno Mars black? 
that that's one of those things that people <laughs> <laughs> nobody had because, because he's like he's like an eighth Hawaiian. He's like mostly Hawaiian. He's like a so and so Native American, so and so black. First of so-and-so. all, why does it matter what race this guy why is? Does hey, it ask, matter? Ask, ask like Twitter. He makes music because, that because we like. And it, it's okay, very all right, good all right, music. So it's good music. I exactly. under I understand the frustration and appropriation. I don't think Bruno Mars is appropriating because we also have black artists. It's like Bruno Mars is getting more attention, but Bruno Mars has been grinding too. I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? Some, someone brought up a good point. You were like, who's doing what Bruno Mars is doing as a black person? No one is really because, you know, Bruno Mars is remaking classical hits from the 80s, from the 90s, from every era of feel good music. But he literally said that next year's Super Bowl, next year's Super Bowl halftime show, which is going to be right right, here in Atlanta. He said that they should they should honor Atlanta's history of music, Atlanta's history of hip hop. I mean, the the Grammys, he thanked a bunch of old black women. (laughs) I mean, but that's I mean, it's not like. Okay, we gonna stop this like this. Okay, well we own this type of music. No, music is music. I think the, everyone the, can. The, enjoy the reason it. why black people feel like that, though, to play devil's advocate, is because over history, white people have stolen everything from from black people, rock and roll, jazz. So it was like, you know, everything that black people created, white people took it and ran with it as their own. So when they see white people. Yeah, Not man. Bruno Mars because Bruno so, Mars isn't I mean, white. I, so their so their answer is to do the same thing. That their answer is to make sure that that people don't white people stop taking what black people have, or or at least in that credit them for it for it. Because cornrows, well, what's, what you gonna big do, lips. What you gonna do from a keyboard or a cell phone? It's like I don't like him. <laughs> I mean, right, right. Bruno Mars, man. I, ain't got I mean, but but I mean, you got to think about the power of Black Twitter because Black Twitter got Robin Thicke out of here. Like Twitter got Justin Timberlake out of here. This Timberlake's on a big tour right now. Oh yeah, yeah. he went yeah. nowhere. He just I mean, decided he didn't want to make music at that moment. I mean, but but Black Twitter has got him out of here. Yeah, he's pretty I hate, huge. he's pretty huge right now. I hate to I tell mean, you, I hate he, to tell he, you, Black Twitter, but I still like well. Justin Timberlake. I like his music. He makes good music. Yeah, it's just, I'm sorry. Yeah, a couple people at <laughs> keyboard, like, someone like that. It's, it's just everybody was mostly in their feelings about Justin Timberlake for the fact that he was performing in the Super Bowl. And he didn't, and it was no like nothing to do with Janet Jackson. And then they didn't like the fact they thought the, that he the, the dissed Prince. Prince. Yes, Cause, cause, right, at least he, he went like, Fergie. Like, they, they had a, a beef when they were alive. He at least he went Fergie. But they, they all can keep a, her. Black, Black Twitter got Iggy Azalea out of here. Macklemore, they got him out of here. You know what I'm saying? Out of like just the light of relevance I mean, because those they were like, also weren't y'all appropriating. Macklemore wasn't good. Macklemore was good, bro. Like even though you know what I'm saying, like he was good for a minute. It, and we, I, I only think that we don't think that Macklemore is no longer good because he's not in the spotlight anymore. Black Twitter still down so. with Eminem. In Black Twitter still down with Post Malone. Exactly. No, Black Black Twitter is trying to. Uh, they're slowly turning on Post Malone. Oh yeah, you got you. Black Twitter, Twitter just need to chill out. I yeah, think yeah. it's just an imaginary <laughs> space, man. And, just, and, then, just, and then now <laughs> now that they're gonna enter in uh, Jeremy's mentions. Oh black! Oh, when black people get mad about something, they they mad. We we the mad black woman now. Yeah. We the mad black. That's what y'all sound like? Cause, <laughs> yeah. Cause that, cause Bruno Mars is ain't nothing wrong with Bruno hey, Mars. There's nothing hey, wrong with him. Clark underscore Clint underscore seventy five. That, I see. That's not my mention. No, come to my mention. See what you get. And the thing about it is that Bruno there's gonna Mars, be a bunch of gifs coming right back at you. Got more talent 
than a lot of these than a lot of these artists that some of these ladies and you know who you are than some of these women in black twitter be freaking he, be freaking talking he, about all oh, day they, they fantasy baby he, daddy he, he's not more talented than chris brown He's not more talented than Chris Brown. More talented he's, he's than Trey man. Songs, I'll tell you that right now. More talented than him. But all and, right. And amigos. Okay, now, now that's that's gonna and be amigos. That's, that's gonna be next. Bro, okay, Bruno Mars is more talented than amigos because he can dance and amigos and, sing, you know, and make music. Yeah, that's okay. a, that's gonna be oh, next chill. week. <laughs> All right, uh, that should week. be that should be pretty much it for now. A League show once again, uh, episode seventy in the books. All that good stuff as always. SoundCloud dash Apple Podcasts. All that good stuff. Uh, this David Norwood. My Twitter is D Norwood ninety. Uh, this Jeremy Johnson. Yeah, I see it. Uh, Clark underscore Kent underscore seventy five. Clark underscore Kent underscore seventy five. <laughs> Jeremy Johnson. <laughs> I see it. Uh, RashadMilligan.com You can follow me on Twitter at Miko Akeem Balaam Twitter Graham Beyond the W Check it out